Today's the day we start chipping away at imposter syndrome and delving into some subconscious beliefs around it. If you were that kid at school who had so much anxiety from deciding what table you were going to sit at during lunch, or if you consider yourself an introvert, whether you feel like you fit in everywhere you go or not, pull up a chair because I created this conversation just for you. Hey friend, welcome to the Sustain Your Success podcast. This is the place where we do the inner work for entrepreneurs, finally discover how to sustain your success, truly surrender and enjoy life to its fullest. Hi, I'm Dr. Liana Rodriguez. I'm a business success mentor for high performance entrepreneurs like you and a specialist at unlocking your next level with ease. My background in medicine trained me to see the bigger picture when you can't. As a 2-4 splenic projector, I intuitively piece the big picture together for you and get to the root of what's holding you back. It's time to finally create a sustainable energetic strategy for your business and biotune your way into a balanced masculine and feminine flow. So grab your headphones and your favorite drink. It's time to upgrade your mindset and truly enjoy your next level of success. So here we are talking about imposter syndrome. Listen, I'm no stranger to it. So it's probably something I feel like has been beaten to death also on the internet, especially in all the entrepreneurship spaces or anywhere that people are influencers. And honestly, there's so many different reasons for someone to have imposter syndrome, whether it's subconscious beliefs that you're not aware of, or maybe your nervous system is dysregulated and not responding the way it should to normal situations, or you're actually maybe comparing your chapter two to someone's chapter 25. And that can make you feel small or make you feel like you're not doing enough. And I want you to listen to this episode with an open focus, meaning just allow the words to land, because this is something that I love helping people do in my one-to-one private coaching. So if you're not sure if you have imposter syndrome or you feel like there's something secretly keeping you from getting to the next level in your business or something holding you back from promoting yourself, then there's definitely something there to look at. And this is my genius when I am one-to-one private coaching with clients, helping them figure out what's holding them back so that we can shed the light on those mystery blocks, right? Because we're all trying to get to the next level. And when we do, there's always next level problems. And as a projector in human design, and as a functional medicine doctor that's been trained in looking at the whole picture and figuring out holistic plans to get people past their blocks, their symptoms, or whatever it is they're dealing with in life, this is literally translated into my business coaching where we figure out together what you can do to get your nervous system on board with your subconscious brain, your conscious mind, and also figure out what mindset shifts you need to get you to the next level or help you deal with the next level that you've arrived at. Because sometimes we arrive at that next level and it completely throws us off. We have no idea what it's like when we get there. And that can set our nervous system into fight or flight or this analysis paralysis, right? Because it's not just fight or flight. It could also be freeze. 
And when we're in that freeze mode, that's when things stop. And when you've got a business that's like a train moving downhill, the last thing you want to do is freeze or stop and not know what direction to go in. So if this is something that you need help smoking out and you find any of the ideas in this episode appealing to you and you think it may apply to you, then shoot me a message. There's a link in the show notes and I would love to connect with you about it. This conversation today has been inspired by a lot of aha moments I've had recently uh, from people in my inner circle who are vulnerable and courageous enough to point things out that I don't even notice myself. And I had a conversation yesterday with one of my mentors, Melanie Ann Layer, and she smoked it out for me very clearly, I might add. If you know her, you know. And it really was about not belonging, that my imposter syndrome was that I actually see other people on another level than I see myself. But in actuality, she helped me see myself through the perspective and the lens of other people and pointed out that if I'm in a room and I see myself in a room of other people who are these big players and who are not playing small, that if I'm in that same room, then I'm actually part of the tapestry of that room and other people are seeing me in the same way that I'm seeing them. So I just thought that that was such a beautiful analogy and it just obviously broke my heart open like, yes, why couldn't I see myself through the lens of others? And there was another conversation that I had with someone about authenticity, right? And it was actually related to the world of dating and why people put on a front and why like there's like this sort of weird disappointment that happens like somewhere between one to three months that people actually start to see each other for like who they really are or they get tired of actually putting on this front and behaving the way that they think someone else wants them to behave. So there comes a time when you are just tired and you can't put up the energy anymore to put up a front and you're scared that someone else is not going to like you for who you really are. And then all of a sudden, because the energy runs out, you just can't be that person anymore. The mask comes off and you just have to be yourself. And then it's like, wow, (laughs) the other person is like, who are you? Like, what just happened? Right? So I think that these conversations are interesting because they smoke out a fear. They smoke out these fears that we don't belong, right? We're scared of not belonging, not being a part of something, not being a part of a greater good, and the fear of not being enough, the fear that we're not going to be good enough and accepted by a circle, by another person, That which is something as humans we all really crave. So I'm going to share a few lines from the book, A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. This is one of my favorite books of all time. And the internet loves to quote this passage, but they truncate it so short that you don't really get the full effect of it. And it really is powerful, but when you take it out of context, it just kind of doesn't do as good of a job, right? So let me read this to you. And it goes, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light 
not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Now, that quote right there is always truncated on the memes, and it doesn't share that last part, which is that your belonging, your shining, is actually what gives other people permission. So there's no way that you could be an imposter when you're shining your own light, when you're showing the world your own creative genius and allowing that to flow. And one of the problems that creeps up with imposter syndrome is this subconscious belief of that I don't belong. But that passage smokes it out. Like, who are you not to, right? You actually do belong. And the thing we have about belonging and fitting into circles is really sometimes not even real because we totally forget that maybe there's a seasonality to belonging in spaces. It actually is built on the premise that we don't change and evolve. And sometimes when you're in a space or in a circle of people, and this has been true for me in like certain mentorship spaces or friendship circles, right? Where I've changed, I've evolved and I've grown and I've gotten lessons. And then I've outgrown that space. I've outgrown the energy of that circle. And it's just time to move on to a new season. And That's the whole beauty of it is that we are humans that are forever changing and evolving and growing, and we have to honor that. So it always gets to me when I hear like drama about like a group of friends who are like, oh, she's different now, and now she's hanging out with so-and-so, and and it's like, well, uh, yeah, like people grow and change, they move on, and there's seasonality to everything in the universe, So why wouldn't there be seasonality to the spaces that you belong to? And then the next thing is the whole analogy of being the tapestry. So one of the biggest conversations that I'm having about belonging and about seeing myself as important and big as some of the people that get me starstruck is that they are creating spaces for other people to belong in. So if you have that subconscious belief of I don't belong, maybe you're someone who's been creating spaces so that other people can belong. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you may want to recognize that you're doing it, right? Because our behaviors are kind of the signals and the signs of what's happening. They're reactions to the subconscious beliefs that are driving us right? Our emotions are derived from those beliefs and our emotions are driving the decisions that we make. So if you feel like you don't belong, maybe there's something in you that makes you want to have like a preemptive strike 
so that you can belong, right? Sometimes we do things to reassure and reaffirm that subconscious belief because the ego doesn't want to be wrong, right? So maybe you do something like act hermit, like (laughs) maybe you act like a hermit. You have the opportunity to mingle and meet people and network at a business event, but because you want to reaffirm or your ego wants to reaffirm that you don't belong, maybe you go into introverting and all of a sudden you just kind of fumble and don't know what to say, or you lose clarity or you get scared and you just want to regress, or maybe your body gets tired, right? So your nervous system might be overwhelmed by the opportunity of actually belonging in the room with other people shoulder to shoulder. And that just overdoes it, overdoes your nervous system. And then you get extremely tired or for some reason a headache kicks in or you get really fatigued and maybe there's palpitations, right? Your heart's pounding. And then you like all of a sudden need to like excuse yourself. So there's so many behaviors that our body and our conscious mind kick into in reaction to that limiting belief of I don't belong. So when it comes to feeling like an imposter, if you can notice what these behaviors are that you automatically kick into, you can see whether or not you're falsely creating the fact that you're an imposter, right? Because if you actually do belong in the room with other great people, or if you are creating a circle or a table for other people to come and join you in your community, then in fact, you're not an imposter, you're the creator of that space. And other people, they want to be in that space with you. So there's no way that you actually could be an imposter in your own space. And after working with practitioners who are in the functional medicine or energetic healing spaces or alternative healing spaces, I see this a lot. I see the fear of being scared to talk about what they do because other people aren't going to be accepting and they won't belong. And one thing that I figured out for myself was, well, if I'm going to be against the grain and kind of step out of conventional medicine and step more into functional medicine and what people consider alternative (laughs) healing spaces, then why do I want to belong in a conventional space, right? Why do I want those people to like me? Also, I'm creating my own space over here. So there's no reason for me to be upset or scared because there are other people looking for your space, right? (laughs) There will always be people who are looking for different spaces. Like I said, there's seasonality and people change and they grow and they evolve and they love to shop, right? So who doesn't love shopping for like different spaces and circles and communities to be in, right? It's almost like popping into stores and perusing and looking through the racks, seeing if, you know, you like what you see and maybe you stay. And if you don't like what you see, then you just pop back out and check out another store. So this imposter syndrome is natural. It's natural to have it and it's not something to actually resist. It's just something that you want to shed the light on. The reason it's natural is because at our deepest, deepest levels As humans, we want to feel like we belong and we want to feel accepted. So a few ways to get ahead of imposter syndrome, whenever it rears its head, because it always will, 
It always will as you navigate new spaces and meet new iterations and versions of yourself in your growth and evolution. It's going to come up. And the way to deal with it is by being confident. So by getting to know yourself at a deeper level, being confident in your own message and knowing who you are and being firm in your beliefs so that you're consistent. The more that you practice sharing whatever it is your message is for your brand or business, the more that you practice sharing your beliefs and values, the more confident you'll feel in who you are so that in any space that you navigate, the one constant is always you, right? You are that eye of the storm. And another way to get ahead of the imposter syndrome is by radical acceptance. Radical acceptance for who you are and where you're at in life. So you know how comparison is always the thief of joy. If you are someone secretly comparing your chapter 3, 4, 5 to someone's chapter 25, 30, then you're going to be secretly doing yourself in. And if you don't accept where you're at, there's always going to be this disappointment about where you're not. So the idea is to keep an unwavering faith that you're on the right path and that things are happening for you and you are on your way. You are on your way to success. You want it and it wants you just as much. And one of the keys to that longevity in the game and staying in the game and staying on that path to success is by just being yourself. Because when you put up a front to fit into different circles, to try to belong to all the different spaces, then your energy is going to run out. Because it takes a lot of mental and emotional energy to put up a front, to wear a mask, to be the class clown, to make jokes so that other people feel good, to put up a front to cover up your own emotional stuff or stuckness or insecurities inside. It really does take a lot of energy. So just be yourself because once you are liberated from trying to pretend to be anybody else or anything else, that actually liberates so much more energy for you to put into your business, for you to put energy into other people and help fill them up. So this is you allowing you to shine your light because playing small will not serve others and it gives others the permission for them to be themselves as well. All right, loves, until the next one, sending you the highest of vibes your way. Are all the pieces starting to come together? You were built for this. Let's keep the life and business longevity buzz going over in my Facebook group called Sustain Your Success for Lucrative Ladies. And if you found any value in this episode, I would love if you left me a review so that I can help other women just like you. I just want you to know that this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and solely as a self-help tool for your own use. Even though I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor and I am not providing medical, psychological, or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems or illnesses without consulting your own medical practitioner. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner 
and or a mental health provider about your specific health situation.